Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja Broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology and herbology bundled with some stories and sass. Hola, hola. Hola, hola. <laughs> How are you doing? <laughs> I'm good, and you? I'm doing all right. So this week we are here to talk about um, tipping the scales. Brujain? Yes. Oh, well, yeah, Brujain. I don't, yeah. <laughs> We're going to start with Brujain, but, but our topic is tipping the scales of justice in your favor. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You just dumped right in. You're like, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're revving. You're revving to go. <laughs> huh. Yes. We will be talking about the skills of justice in a bit. Yes. Yes. But before we get into that, um, um, la, 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 what have you done for Bruheim? So Bruheim, Bruheim this week, um, because I have been working to uh, tip the scales of justice in my favor. I've been doing pretty regular visits to the Botanica to um, do candle work there. And then I've been doing uh, my own candle work at home as well. Great. Mm, so this week I did, um, I back home I celebrate La Virgen de la Candelaria on yeah. February 2nd, but over here they celebrate on February 1st, they celebrate in bulk, they're about the same day. And they're both a fire celebration. So I just did it on the first with one the local, which is here. Nice. And I celebrated in bulk. I went to um um somebody's place and they had like a backyard, you know, fire pit going and everybody turned on um had a uh, their own candle with intentions. Um they did bridges crosses. I oh, yeah, failed yeah. miserably at the bridges <laughs> cross. I think I I think mine was more of a yeah, just trying to get like four or five things to stick together, and it was it wasn't even a, a it wasn't even a dolly. It was just like oh, I did something, and I, then I threw it. In. Yeah, mine sucked. Um, and bridge, then... wait, is the bridges cross the one with, that looks like like the god eye, where it's like the two sticks, and it's like kind mm -hmm. of a kite type thing around yeah. it? Yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And I sucked terribly at it. Yes. <laughs> what were you making it with? <laughs> Well, I mean, you make it like with the with, with the straw, and then okay, you yeah, just yeah. kind of like fold it uh, up amongst it. Like you just take it and you fold it on itself, right? Uh huh. But I didn't get that concept, and I tried to like fold the edges, and they that's more like a dolly, and I'm like a dolly. Oh, let me fold it, and then so it was like a dolly arms folded upon yeah my mine was a weird thing going on there so it was like okay well I bet i'm like this great. is why bridget has never talked to me <laughs> she's like no you are not mine <laughs> you are not mine <laughs> get away girl um so yeah definitely that did not work and then uh, it, you know in bulk is um the halfway point of winter here in the northern hemisphere Mm -hmm. Although it's been really nice this week, it's just a a little. Sh -sh I'm just you know. It's false hope. Yeah, it's false hope. It's false hope. It's, yeah. yeah, it's just like I'm playing with yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so we also did like the first seeds, you know, and so forth. So yeah, but it's just more of the gathering thing. And then back home, we do. Back home, what we do is we actually burn like the Christmas tree, but it's oh, still a fire celebration. Yeah, yeah. yeah, very cool. It's still a fire celebration. So that's what i did for Bruheim. excellent i love it might have to get yes. in on that fire situation next year yeah yeah it was right next okay and yeah yes yeah we're gonna get into 
Justice? Yes. Um, so looking up online, I mean, when I'm thinking about this overall, obviously, if you're talking about legal matters, there's going to be a couple different ways that you can break them down. I think um, when you're looking at it, the most important thing is what what's the court case about? And that's going to give you guidance to like what for what correspondences to call in. So like, is the court case over property? Is it a marriage? Is it custody? Like those things have to be really looked at and deconstructed so you can pull in the right elements for your work. Right. So before we actually get talking a little bit about it, um, I wanted to, you know, our show is completely unscripted. <laughs> you yes. guys know that most of the time we don't even have, we don't, you know, we barely come in like with a post-it with a couple bullet points that we want to talk about. We're and we definitely can't always read it. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't always read our post-it about the things we want to talk about. Yes. So we're, it's definitely unscripted. It's more of a, okay, this is what's in our brain that we know about this because we're sharing more of our experiences and our practices. And that's what we've been trying to do. Right. Um, so since we we will be, in, in at least in my case, people do come and they they purchase um, or they ask me for, you know, workings. Right. Um, although I've been moving away from that more in the last years, but they do. So I do want to give like... Um, like a trigger warning, I guess is what the best okay. word. Um, because, and I don't know if it'll come up or I, because we haven't started talking yet, but if it does come up, I do want to give a trigger warning that, you know, some of the legal matters that I've personally worked with in the past may be more because, you know, legal matters are never fun yeah, <laughs> and they're never, you know, so at least some of the ones that I've worked with can be a little bit more um, delicate. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah so if they if when we're talking they come up and i'll and i'll stop and say hey i'm going to talk about this okay okay just so people know okay yeah. okay so yeah um we didn't and we and obviously we don't practice either as you guys know we're just <laughs> like hey let's talk about this yeah i think um okay the and i know that um Diana's the one that said, hey, let's do this because I'm already working and practicing with legal matters right now. So it's something that's very fresh in her mind. And we wanted to talk about like, you know, legal workings as a bruja. Um, one of the things that comes up with legal matters and I think is really important is to distinguish the difference between legal and justice. Yes. Okay. And so... Um, legal lots of times and i've and i've had this happen i've had like i think one of the last cases that i had this girl came and she wanted um a working to get her dad like acquitted or something okay and um and she's like oh i just want justice and i'm like are you sure you want justice because you know you believe in your dad and you want to believe everything nice and beautiful but you don't know what happened you know right so are you sure you want to ask for justice or do you want to ask for a favorable outcome? And so it's really important the words that you're using. Yes. Because you might not want justice. That's correct. <laughs> you you may want a favorable outcome. And yes. so, and you as 
the party, you know, you're always going to feel like it's just for yourself. But when you look at it or the way life looks at it or the way that the legal system looks at it or, you know, the spiritual world looks at it, it may not be just. So you have to be very careful that when you're asking for something that it's, you may not want to ask for justice. You may want to ask for a specific outcome. And I think that's the first thing that you have to have in mind. Yes. And so when you're preparing your workings, um, it's the same, very similar to when we're asking for manifestation, right? That we were talking about it. You don't want to say, oh, I want to be a millionaire. You want to say, okay, what do I want this for? Right. And so with the legal outcomes, with court cases in particular, you want to have a very specific outcome in mind mm-hmm. of what you want. And that's, I think, what you should be pushing forward in your workings. I agree. Because if you just say justice, you could be in for a shock. Yes. Okay. I would agree with that for sure. So <laughs> that's the first thing. And I and I remember that because I did tell I that was that was here in Vancouver. That was just like I think maybe a year and a half ago or something. I was like, mm, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. And I did a working for her and um yeah, the lawyer ended up dying and everything. It was just like, yeah. Because it yeah, because she wanted, you know, anyways, it, the the case just kept getting delayed, delayed, delayed. And it was just like, <laughs> it's, and I was like, are you sure this is what you want? Because it's not going to come out like the way you want. Right. You know, so. So I think that's one of the, the, the things that we really have to be careful about. Right. The difference between justice and a specific outcome. Yeah. Okay. And on that theme, you also have to know what potential outcomes are realistic mm-hmm. within the legal system. Like one of the more recent cases that I was working on, she wanted this guy, you know, to go to jail like for the rest of his life. Right. And what he had done, he had done it to her daughter or whatever but there was no way you know it wasn't punishable as per the you know in her mother mind yes it's like kill him put him away for you know in jail for the rest of life because that's what she would have wanted right but as per the state code the penal code and so forth he was going to get seven or eight years you know so when he does get I think he got five or something like that. The district attorney's really happy because he's getting almost the max and she's devastated. Right. Right. Thinking like, oh, it didn't work. And like, it worked really well. Yeah. Like, I just, you know, this, you had all really bad evidence. It was happened like 10 years ago. It's a miracle they had accepted the evidence and he got five years, you know? It worked awesome, you know? And she's like, no, I wanted him to, you know, go to jail forever. I'm like, that's never going to happen. It's not even, like, legally possible for him to go to jail forever for this, you know? So you have to have realistic expectations on what the law is going to give you. Mm -hmm. Not even magic, what the law is going to give you. 
if after that you want to do a working for something bad to happen to him while he's in that's jail. what i was gonna say like, yeah 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 well, that's there a second are options, thing you know yeah. that's a different option but right. you know he's not gonna get you know or it's like asking for death penalty in a state where death penalty doesn't exist right. you know be realistic you know so that's the second thing that i think um needs to to be clarified right yeah so i think those two things are really important to come into that and mm -hmm. then the third thing that i think is also really important when we're working with anything that has to do with legal is to understand that um the law is really slow <laughs> yes and it's very convoluted and um it's also meant to be it's sort of like a jenga kind of thing it is right? like a jenga yeah 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 it's like a jenga thing and so it's supposed to be like wait where is it where is that brick a little bit loose right and which one can i take off and when i and when i do manage to take it out which way is the tower leaning a little bit more and then I'm going to put it on the top. It's not that it disappears. You know, I am just moving it. Right. And I'm moving it. Where am I putting it? Am I putting it in the middle? Am I putting it to the left? Am I putting it to the right? Nothing. It's like energy, right? It's, it doesn't disappear. It's just moving somewhere else. So it's that little pieces that you're moving around. Yeah. So that in the end, you know, you, you get something in a different faction. Right. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think those things are those three things are the the most important things considerations to go into. Mm -hmm. So being really clear on what you want, understanding what the potential real life consequences may be, mm -hmm. and understanding the game that you're playing. Right. Because it's not going to be it, and the game you're playing is not. It's not book game or it's not narco game or tv novelas game where oh the bad guy gets killed and that's it and nothing happens you know right it's 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 come so that's that's the thing and then the next thing is for us to influence there's a lot of people involved in all legal matters right yes. and so magic is is the manipulation of energy mm -hmm. but the more people that are involved the more energy that is not involved but the more energy is sort of like sidelined right mm -hmm. and so or, or tarnished in a, in a certain way well it gets diluted so it's, it's so there's yeah, not like a diluted. straight line yeah, it's not. Yeah, I'm, I'm in my head. I'm I'm looking at like little alleyways or yeah, it's diluted. Yeah. That's a really good word. So it's really hard for you to focus on manipulating that energy because it's not direct and it's not like something that you have like a way to channel that energy. Like right, you know. So and if you look at it, it it's one of the reasons in. And when you investigate, it's really hard to find information on magical doings on court and legal things. Mm -hmm. Like I have a bookcase of magic books. And when I was looking, I was like, hey, who has this? And like none of them 
I think one of them has something for like um I, I think in American Brujeria there was one mention of for like visas, right? Yeah. I oh yeah, yeah. That's the I think that's the only one that I found that had anything that had um the only book that I found in the ones that I have here that had any information on like court or legal proceedings. Right. All the other books that I have, and I have, I, don't know, I mean, I haven't counted them, but I, I'm sure I have more than 100 books on magical things. None of them had any reference on anything about mad, um, doing magic for like court proceedings. Okay. So it's like, okay, everybody shies away from this subject, you know? And it's like, okay, why are they shying away from this? Because it's heck, you know, it's heck hard. <laughs> right. Well, I think it's like, operating within the parameters of the legal system makes us feel like it's like their boundaries right so when we look further into it and deconstruct what we're actually asking for um if it's someone to go away if it's someone to be closer if it's you know whatever like there's there are other routes not in the legal system like not thinking about it legally that we can use for those outcomes but when we specifically talk about like a ruling in a court case, that's where I think it can get a little murky. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. But, so I think just needed to clarify that before we get into it. Definitely. But now we can, now we can get into it. <laughs> yes. Now we can get into them. And then so, I just wrote a quick, like, knowing what work to do. So when you're thinking about it, are you tipping the scales in your favor from a neutral situation? Are you tipping the scales in your favor from an unfavorable situation? Because that's going to require way more work. Um, are you trying to bend the will of the judge? Are you trying to sweeten with the judge just to, like a little bit lighter? Um, because you can find out information about the judge, you know, just so, like get their picture, get their, you know, do they typically rule in favor of this person or this person? You can kind of access that information um, or sweetening or clarity spells for your adversary to maybe let go if they're bringing something against you is another way to see it as well. Um, and then I wrote down invisibility work in case you've maybe been doing something shady that you don't want to get brought up in court. That's another route to go as well. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Very good one. yeah okay so obviously i work with astrology a lot and the times that i have worked with um, ju um justice or legal work i and, and i mean that's a good thing about legal stuff it's that it's usually it's drawn out and long i make sure that it that i work with the, the astrological calendar mm -hmm. so usually um moon and libra Virgo sometimes, Virgo Libra, depending on what we're looking for. Um, depending on the case, what type of case it is, um, what day of the week we want it to be. So like if it's, um, you know, if it's something that like inheritance and stuff like that, you will probably want it to be like on a Thursday. But if it's something where it's um, like a ruling, like disciplining, right? Like mm -hmm. this lady that wanted like time for her, for the guy that had done something to her daughter. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so Saturday, right? Because it's discipline. So oh, mm -hmm. that working. Yeah. If it's um, like a divorce or, or or court case where you want like, you know, then it'd be like a Friday mm -hmm. because love, you know, and so 
even though it's a dissolution of love, you still wanted them to treat you fairly. Right. And to remember the love that they had for you. Right. So you still want to work with that, with like those embers. So like a Friday. So just depending on the day, you kind of look for the day of the week. And then, so you're looking for a Friday that's in Libra, that's in, you know, so you're like maybe right. a waning moon. So you're trying to match up like as many of the astrological aspects as you can. So you, like, I remember with this girl that I, that I worked with for her dad, like we worked, like, I think she contract she contacted me like in summer mm -hmm. and I gave her two dates, like over like six months. Okay. I said, you could do it on like this date or this date. Like one was in September and one was like in February or something like that. You know, and so yeah. then I had to like sit down and look at the whole calendar and said like this date or this date. And that's like, these are the two dates that I would recommend you do this working. And then I gave her the whole working mm -hmm. of what she had to do, you know? Oh, cool. So very, very specific based on day of the week, astrological sign and moon phase, the whole mm -hmm. thing, right? You're sitting down, you're like with a lot of intention based on the case, based on what you want, based on all those aspects and all of our fabulous words that we love correspondence yep. <laughs> yes <laughs> you're bringing it all in uh-huh and then um so you you bring that all together right um and then and obviously you know if you don't feel comfortable or experienced enough then you contact you know your astrologer yeah and they say hey i'm looking for this and they give you good dates for it um if you're into numerology you can also look for the numerologies you know as well like which they would be good for that and so you you add all that up and then you add in the working mm -hmm. okay and so for the working there's different options and we can talk about a couple of them i, uh, I don't know if you want to jump into that now or or not but like um you mentioned the invisibility one i like that but one of the things that um that I've had mm -hmm. in the past for another case was they had people that were going to go and um, testify. And so they, they, they used hot foot powder so that the witnesses wouldn't show up. Mm -hmm. So that was pretty easy fix. And so just, if you can have the access to those people, that's awesome. They knew who they were. So yeah. all they did was just put hot foot powder up. Half a powder is amazing. Yeah. And so it had nothing. I mean, it didn't influence the defendant or the judge or anybody like that. And they just used half a powder on the person that was going to testify. Mm -hmm. And then they didn't because they decided, oh, I don't want to get involved in that mess. And they decided to leave. Yes. Very smart. And, and also that that's it. almost like a backdoor in without having to deal with the whole clerks and judges and da 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 like you know these witnesses right. boom they you got that that's cool yeah so that was one way that and then that's again part of looking at that jenga you mm -hmm. know yeah Wait, what's the loose brick you know yeah this this is going to be a better way to topple that tower in mm -hmm. that sense um so that's and then same the same thing can happen with like um you know when you have some, if you're also working with other people that are coming in, if a hot foot powder doesn't work, you can also do uh, a shut your mouth or 
if somebody is saying um, slanderous things, you could use uh, truth be told. Oh, yeah. So there's other ways of working as well. Yeah. Then it doesn't always have to be like, oh, rule in my favor, you know? Right. There's there's other ways of working that can eventually help you with your case. Yes. Especially if you um, already have an open energetic link to a person you're trying to influence. Correct. Luis used to be a lawyer back home. I mean, this is something small, but he um, he would always wear um, pheromones to court. So cool. Very smart. Yep. I like it. So, and he had a very good track record. So. Cool. That's, that's something dumb, but you know, it worked and yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> and, and it helped him too. Cause I mean, boosted his little ego, you know, he shimmies his hips and he's just like, <laughs> <laughs> loved it, you know? So very cool. It's so, um, couple of things, the ascent expeditos, obviously, yeah. if you want things, um, he's the patron saint for like justice things um and especially if you want things done quickly mm -hmm. okay and sometimes you want things done quickly because you don't want them looking into things too fast or sometimes because you just don't want that weight of waiting yeah because one of the bad things about legal matters is that they drag out and they kind of like kill you with the whole waiting and the waiting and the when is this going to be resolved right so Sang expedite, expedite is just comes in and it helps like get that resolved. Okay, yeah, this is done. Boom. Yeah. Okay. I got him written down too. He likes pound cake. Yes. Yep, he likes pound cake. So you give him pound cake after he's resolved. <laughs> and um, the justice card, you and I mentioned this last time. Mm -hmm. um, the justice card is the card that's usually represents legal matters so in the tarot when it comes up it usually represents oh you're going to have legal proceedings you're going to be doing legal matters it doesn't mean that it's going to go in your favor or not it just means like hey legal matters are coming up right okay so you can use the justice card when you're doing candle magic sort of to represent like oh hey i want to be victorious in my legal matters or i want to use it as a representation sort of like you would use this the sun expedite card with candle magic mm -hmm. um or you can put it like under you can put it in a bolsa magica or you can put it like underneath your pillow um just you can work it into any of the other types of magic that we've mentioned when you're preparing your your magic right, right. depending on which way you decide to go yeah. Yeah. Either one of them. But uh, with the with the expedite, it's more candle magic and just like an offering is kind of the way that we would work with it. While the justice card, you can just take it from the tarot and you can use it either like in a borsa under your pillow, um, as a representation. You can use the art, you can make a sigil on it, mm -hmm. you can, you know, put it in on underneath your you can put it inside your your clothing. You can carry it with you, just depending on what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Do you have another one? Uh, I've got like three more. Uh, 
see. I mean, I, I know I wrote down that when I, so when I'm doing, um, candle work for this, my, I use brown and, uh, green candles. Those are going to be the two colors that I go for while I'm doing this. Um, brown, I don't have a lot of specific information on. I just know that's the good, like, that's ours, like specifically Latinos, like that brown candle is super important to us. It just, I don't, I don't know if it's earth and home and just what we are, but um, that is the one that I'm, when I'm doing something that I need all of myself, then I'm putting like a brown candle in for representation of like, this is all of me. Um, and I think green is probably just because it's, uh, that's the justice correspondence that typically this stuff is gonna stay in the North, I believe. Um, yeah. I think the brown is because of the grounding element. And oh, okay. Yeah, but it's, yeah, it's always, for justice, I've always seen it as the brown as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, and for justice, I always have it. I hardly ever would do the green unless it was like money related, like case. You know? Yeah. But yeah, the brown always for all the, for all the, the legal stuff has always been the brown. Yeah. And then I've been doing like petition paper um, underneath mm -hmm. the candle or burning it. Um, and then just using like I and I have a list of herbs that are specific to justice that I've been using one more than others that I'm going to talk about a little bit uh, when you're doing like candle preparation mm -hmm. and stuff. Nice. Yeah. So one that I've done before um, that's been successful mm -hmm. for the person that I mentioned or that I re recommended to do um, is similar to one that I do here at home, but you take lemons and um, you cut them up and you put salt and you put um, you put salt and ginger inside of them. You cut them up and then you leave one on each corner of the courthouse. Okay. And then with the with the petition inside, of, you know, for like justice or you know, or the result that they want, and then um, that's you do that obviously at like at night or very early morning before the case the day before mm -hmm. and it's like protecting the person that's going to go to that courthouse um so like if it's like your son or something mm -hmm. so you do that like the day before they're supposed to go a few hours before and then you put it on the like the four corners and you put the petition that they're going to be protected and they're going to be fine and once they walk in that they're going to be like spiritually protected and they're going to have a good result and so once they walk into the courthouse, because they're normally not in that courthouse, then it gets like activated. Right. Oh, that's and very you're, you're cool. Waiting. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that's one that I've used, and I've had somebody use it, and I told them about it, and it worked for them. Um. I've had another one that you have the legal paperwork. And this one is one of those that you have to be careful because you don't know um it's, you have to be very it, this is good for people that want to kind of know how it's going to come out mm -hmm. they're not really asking like for oh, a favor okay. or another just like is it going to go my way or not kind of thing so you you make a un polvo right you have like a powder mm -hmm. out of ginger salt and talc and a flower um they recommend marigold but 
it could be another flower, I guess. And you use the, the legal paperwork, right? So like if you've been summoned or if like you have legal paperwork and like you've been sued or like um, there's like a business deal or something and you're just like not sure, but you have legal paperwork, you put it down, you make the powder mm -hmm. and you spread it on top of the powder on top of the legal paperwork and you leave it there overnight and then um then you you spread it over over it and then you sort of like it's sort of like a divination kind of thing sort of like scrying on it mm -hmm. and then the idea como gato boca arriba like like a cat like you know when the cat is like upside down and they're like with the with the nails yes you know? when, when a cat feels attacked they're like right uh-huh she's doing so, a claw hand thing the claw hand like a little <laughs> cat when they're upside down and they're clawing at you <laughs> so the idea is that and that's why it has to be like um the ginger and the and the marigold because they're like colored right yeah they have the, they have the little color so the idea is when then you leave it overnight then and you've asked and so then in the morning you take it off right you you just like take the dust off and you look at it and you're kind of scrying and so depending on the lines if they're straight or if they're wavy or if they're gone it'll tell you like if it's like good bad you're gonna have to fight or if it's gonna be like easy or if it's gonna go like if the powder falls off it's gonna be an easy case if it stick, sticks on it it's gonna be hard that kind of thing. yeah so very cool the yeah so depending on like if it all clumps together only on one space you can read and it's like oh this is gonna the, the section that's gonna be bad you know Interesting. so that's a good so one like a scrying method yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like a scrying method mm -hmm. um and then the other one that um and then uh, did I mention waning moon? Of course, like that's one of my other my little notes here. Waning moon. Usually, the waning moon is the best for legal matters, right? Uh -huh. Because it's it's getting smaller. Um, I've got waning moon if when you want to um have a fault or an accusation going away from you, and then a right, crescent moon, right. a crescent moon for receiving. Is that correct? Is waxing because right, it's, it's like the new it's that's before it's the new moon okay oh yeah. that makes but, perfect yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um but usually legal matters it's waning moon right because it's like bye-bye right you're banishing stuff you're like getting rid of it you're like oh no bye-bye yes so it's usually in that in that protection um banishing mode kind of section okay um and usually the moon in libra because it, it has the scales so the Libra is also the scales. Right. So, um, or moon and Libra during Libra season. Woo. That's the best. <laughs> okay. Banishing moon and Libra in Libra. That's, there you go. Um, and then another one is um, just asking the, the scale of justice. It's like they have the judge rule in my favor, you know, and using the card to like represent that. And that's, you're not saying like, give me justice. You're saying have the judge rule in my favor. Yes. <laughs> again, two matter. different, completely things, two completely different, different things. Different things. It yes. doesn't matter. So <laughs> really be careful. Yeah. Cause like, yeah. I think that's really important for people to know because sometimes you're so caught up in your emotions that, and I, and, and I 
see this so often in people when they have first come to witchcraft um, or do brujeria, they're coming in with the intention of getting revenge or making somebody pay, right? Right. It's one of the, I think it's one of the most common reasons that people first arrive, right? They're looking for something to make somebody pay. Yeah, or this to get their boyfriend back. Court. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, just, that's the But this is outside of legal matters. So they're just yeah. like, I want somebody to pay, right? Yeah. And this is this is emotion based, and it is temporary, right? Later, people get over that, you know. Yeah. Hey, they cheated on me. I want them to pay, or I want them to come back, or both. Yeah. <laughs> I want them to pay and see how terrible that other person is, so that they come back to me. And um, that's probably the whole sentence there yeah that is probably the whole sentence <laughs> but it's it's an it's emotion based yeah and then eventually you know it's it's part of the hurt cycle yeah and eventually as you heal you get over it and then you don't care and some people will have you know not they're gone they don't care about you know brujeria anymore mm -hmm. and other people will have like oh actually that stuff there that was pretty cool and then they'll keep on discovering and looking into things and they've actually stayed and, and just and discovered other aspects of this magical this life <laughs> no pun intended life though right yeah um but we see it we see it every single day yeah you know and in legal matters, it's much the same. People are so blinded by their emotions that they can't really see the more mundane aspects of it. Mm -hmm. And legal is very mundane. So sometimes we as practitioners that they're coming to have to help people navigate through those emotions and tell them, it's not it's like it's not that you know we can't help you but there are really concrete mundane aspects that have to be taken into consideration first absolutely yeah. and and i think here you know obviously there's the big brown candle there's also um you know black candles and i think it's brown black and white for me here okay um and then i had so i know that lemons are also an, like because you just mentioned carrying them outside or putting them outside the courthouse and then i know there's another one where you actually carry the lemon with you almost like it was a bolsa but you do cut it open write the petition mm -hmm. put the petition in um tie it together with ribbon and then that's like a magical item that you carry with you but into you leave the courthouse. It at the courthouse. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. You leave it. I yeah, thought you, you like it. had it on your person. In I think you when you finish, like when you leave the courthouse, you leave it. Oh, that makes sense. That would make yeah. the most sense. Yeah. Cool. You leave it when when you're leaving. Mm -hmm. At least the one I've heard. Yeah, I and then done that one myself, but. And just doing a just doing a bolsa too is going to help you. I mean, and you could put anything there tied to you know things that are favorable for you abundance luck those type of things keeping that close to your person on your body as you go through the motions are going to be 
that's going to be very helpful as well. Yeah, I think bourses are really good and they can give you something to like concentrate your energy on. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, let me see. I think I had more notes. Let me look for them. Oh, and then just a, a, a little bit about how long this might take, because again, court cases are long and they come in, you know, like you might have one date one month and then your next date's not going to be for three months. Um, so the amount of, and like, I personally believe if you, if you're working on something, you keep it going, like just because there are certain dates coming up you can do you can do extra work around those dates but you should be still working in between like you should still have a candle going you should still be talking about your intentions, saying your intentions to yourself keeping that energy very much alive the whole time that's always going to be helpful um because yeah, i would keep it at least on on my working altar yeah even if even if you're not like yeah i would keep it on my working altar yeah yeah um and then as you if you are feeling uh anytime anytime during the working if you're feeling blocked or you're feeling stuck cleanse yourself that's going to be really important too um cleansing yourself cleansing your altar making sure shit's clean keeping the energy going right yeah and then there's um yeah i think in general there's going to be so yeah i think in general it's like to bring fairness or speediness to court proceedings, mm -hmm. to help with win the, the battle, the legal battles, um, to get favorable outcomes, or to bring um, balance or harmony, or, or to bring justice. And to bring justice, just you gotta be sure that- You see the whole picture. <laughs> that you see the whole picture. Yeah. yeah. And then you can also, if you work with a deity, you can, um ask your deity um, yes. for help or you can work with if you don't work with a, a specific one you can work with the deities of justice yes um we'll have to get the list of them they're not coming to my mind right now i know the sense of birthdays up there <laughs> okay there you go and then i yeah i don't yeah. really know about the other ones and then saint expedites the other one who it, i mean but a saint so another go-to I'm just seeing them like in my mind, but I don't know. It says like Athena. Wait, is she war? It says, it says no. It says Themis. It's Google. This is just Google. It says Greek goddess of justice, Themis, and she has the scales and she's blindfolded as well. So probably where that? the image comes from. T H E M I S. Hmm. But she's impartiality. So it's that same thing. You just got to be really sure that you know yeah. what you're asking for. Because she's going to. Let me see. What deity is associated with justice? It just, my internet's not working very well. So it's not opening up. So I'm getting like a question and it's not opening it up. Okay. <laughs> the question's right there and it doesn't want to open up. The answer is so close. Yeah, I'm just getting Themis and. Yeah. In Greek religion, the personification of justice, goddess of wisdom, good counsel, and interpreter of the god's will. Ouch. 
Yeah, but the rest doesn't want to open up. But that sounds, yeah. I've got Phoenix, Lady, have... uh, Lady Justice, Nvidia, Elios, Clementia, Astrea. Elios is the sun, no? E L E E O S, Elios. Yeah, he's the sun. Huh. Someone named Nemesis. That's interesting. Cool. So, yeah, but I think, oh, and then obviously, um, if you're doing tarot readings, it's going to always come up with the swords because the swords is air and it's going to be, you know, talk and, yep, you know, negotiation, theory, because mm -hmm. we want to associate it all to feelings, but it's really all, yeah, law and, and words. Very much. All right. Am I good to go with the herbs that go along? Yeah, I think so. I th okay. Yeah, I would be really interested in the th in the herbs that um, work with the justice. So the pretty specific ones are going to be buckthorn, casquera sagrada, celandine, mm. hickory, marigold, and skunk cabbage. And skunk cabbage is actually found here um, in the Pacific Northwest. It runs from Northern California all the way up to Alaska, I guess. It is leafy. It's very like, you would know it if you saw it. It's got a yellow flower, but it's very leafy green cabbagey looking. Um, that one is going, it's considered feminine. It's uh, aligned with Saturn, water, and legal matter. Skunk cabbage is actually like, that's one of its only alignments is legal matters, which is very interesting because nice. oftentimes you find like a lot of the other ones have several categories but skunk cabbage is pretty specific um no, and you said it's aligned with saturn so it makes total sense oh yeah nice because mm -hmm, saturn is all about discipline and order right oh yeah and um, matters yeah and the skunk cabbage to to use it and to prepare it so the indigenous people there's some pretty cool um stories around it but one of it is you have to very specifically prepare it or it will mess up your mouth very bad when you eat it and bears eat it. So there's a lot of nutrients. So um, it was important for the people to figure out how to make it not get us sick. So it's a little bit finicky. Um, so it's just, yeah. So a small amount of skunk cabbage wrapped in bay leaf uh, on a Sunday forms a talisman of good luck that's going to draw in good fortune for you. Somehow it's specific to legal. And because it's so finicky, doing it on a Sunday is like, that's the way to do it it has to be cut into small portions um and it ha it needs to be boiled so those are like kind of the important things once it's cut up and boiled you can wear it don't eat it because you don't need to um but yeah and then that's going to be very helpful in legal matters awesome yeah like it got I a like big it. old weird root does it look like a little bit like a pumpkin no, it's like a like a leafy green. I'm making hand movements. So it's not going to help anyone. <laughs> a big leafy green with a yellow flower on it. It's like it looks like a peace lily, but it's yellow. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That is something. Cool. Okay. What were we going to do for the question? For the question, we've got in a tarot reading. Can the reading be changed? 
or can the answer be changed? Am I saying that right? The result, I think. The result, yeah. Okay. So the answer is eventually, yes, mm -hmm. <laughs> not immediately. So the reading is accurate, obviously, to to the reader's degree of knowledge and efficiency at reading, but it's picking up on the person's energy and reality at the time. So if a person comes in and says, hey, is this going to happen to me? Or this, this came about because somebody came in and asked me um, about a relationship. Um, they're not willing to, they, I guess they didn't, you know, I guess they, they didn't like the answer. <laughs> and so, um, yeah. basically, basically, um, and this happens a lot. We see people that, you know, that they ask a question and then they'll ask the same question the next day and, you know, and yes. three times later, or they'll go to another tarot reader and they'll ask, you know, again, the same question. Uh-huh. The, the answer is going to be the same as long as the circumstances are the same and your energy is the same and your actions continue being the same. Mm -hmm. So the, the answer can change once you change and circumstances change. Right. So eventually it can change once the other things change because the tarot is only picking up on what is real at the time based on your energy, your situation, and your reality. Right. Once those things change, then yeah, it can change. But you, just because you ask and don't change anything else, no, it's not going to change. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I mean, and you can even if let's say you get a non-favorable answer or whatever, you can ask the cards, you know, is there a direction to steer me in where I can change some small things to make a more favorable outcome? Right. Yeah. That's a great way. Or in yeah. this case, this person wanted they wanted to know if they should be with somebody and the cards were like, no. And um, so, you know, if they wanted to be with that person, then they, they wanted to, if, you know, they wanted to know if that could change. They should, they could have asked like, you know, what do I need to, to do to be with that person? Maybe mm -hmm. they could ask that. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, and, and that's particularly important because I do see people that ask the cards like the same question over and over and over again, mm -hmm. but they don't change anything else. And they're just waiting for the cards to change the answer. Right. And then they're like, oh, the cards are still giving me stalker answers. And I'm like, obviously, we don't change the question. You stuck in them cards? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or or when they ignore the end or, or the people that do the tarot pool a day mm -hmm. and they don't and the, and the they don't listen to the answer yeah and they get the same basically the same card every single day and it's uh -huh. like the tarot's like yelling at them it's like listen to me yep. <laughs> yes there's a reason why you still get the same answer it's because you're not listening to the cards right yeah. so yeah i think that's very that's cool that. okay i'm ready Astrologia. so ready so ready is it the 4th through the 17th? Yes. Okay. So Aquarius. We're into Aquarius energy here. Uh. Okay. On the 4th, 
Mercury goes into Aquarius. So Mercury and Aquarius just makes our brain a little bit more analytical, a little bit more like, oh, let me look at these humans and poke at them and see what they're thinking. <laughs> you know, just a little bit more detached, a little bit more like, what's going on? Okay, let me analyze this, okay? Um, and that's interesting because the moon is going out of bounds the 5th through the 7th or the 8th, I think, which just... Um, Let's us look at things a little bit more, again, detached a little bit from our emotions, okay? Is that just um, an Aquarius trait, detached from their emotions? A little bit. You know, the Aquarius is the, it's funny because they are the water bearer. And lots right. of people tend to think that they're like a water sign because mm -hmm. they're the water bearer, but they're an air sign, right? And so I, I think that they're... I think that, like, in my opinion, they're the, like the best counselors. Like, that's the best like profession. Yeah. Stereotype for them, right? They dwell on other people's emotions, but they're categorizing it and putting it into like little plans on how we're going to analyze it and look at it, and eventually get to in one year from X point to J point <laughs> and work through it. You know, but a very right like they're looking down on the emotions and seeing how it works, but they're not diving in and swimming in the emotions. They're looking at it from above. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Okay. On the fifth, the fifth is a messy day here. Um, on the fifth, we've got, okay. We've got Mercury. Um, conjunct to Pluto, and then we've got two Chiron aspects. We've got Venus squaring Chiron, and we've got the Sun sextiling Chiron. So this is basically okay. We're like, we're like hitting the true crime podcast, and we're trying to like at the same time understand like why. We think that those, like everybody that's on those true crime podcasts that were idiots getting in the car with the person. But at the same time, like we're listening to like smut with like gray villains and going like, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a messy day. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so it's it's like messy inside. OK, and then and then since at the same time. The moon's in Sagittarius, but it we're it's out of bounds. We're like, oh, I sh really should look at myself and look at my emotions, but mm, maybe I'll plan a trip to do that later. Maybe I should do like an ayahuasca trip to Peru or something. Okay. I should really do that. I, uh -huh. I should put that on an agenda. <laughs> I don't have time for that right now, but it's messy in here. I gotta I gotta plan that. Okay, okay. the the that's kind of that day. It's like oof, you know. There's a lot going on in here. It's messy, but not right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll get to it. It's fine. Yeah, I'll get to it. It's it's that's messy, but it's cool. But yeah, ooh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just a weird day. Okay. Then on the sixth, there's a lot of aspects, but none of them are blue, so we're not reading them. Yep. Then on the seventh, um. Okay, that's seventh. We've got 
We've got Venus trining Uranus, which makes us, you know, magnetic, attractive, creative, imaginative in our sex. We want to be tied up a little bit, you know, like I said, everything that was going on that, that fifth is still rolling over. It's still okay. rolling over onto that seventh. And we're like, we finished the, we finished that little smut novel and we're like willing to try it out. Okay. <laughs> Then on the on the seventh, the Mars is also trining um, Neptune, so we're sensitive to others as well. Okay, but we want to do something about that. It's not just like oh, I feel empathetic. It's like oh, I want to do something to help you. Oh, cool, kind of thing. Okay, so there's yeah, we'd be messy. We'd be messy, but we're right before that. It's in the dark moon, so we're feeling you know. We're feeling a little, we're feeling like generous, but chill at the same time. And like, oof, you know, there's stuff going on. Okay. Then um, on the 8th, on the 8th, we've got the sun squaring Uranus, which can bring in a little bit of uncertainty. It can bring in a little bit of tension. Be careful about with accidents potentially this day because that Uranus, you know, brings in that instability to like your actual life because it's the sun it's you right so that's what we got there okay the ninth is the new moon in aquarius and it is the lunar new year um astrologically for like the chinese new year it's dragon new year it's dragon wood okay mm-hmm um, so dragon is supposed to be like very lucky, very strong. Wood is supposed to be like in growth. It goes well with the, the Jupiter Uranus thing that we have going on with um, like if, when you pair it up to like the astrology that we work with, it, it's very similar in the themes there. So that's the, the new moon there. It's a good time. The 9th and the 10th has really good energy for any projects that you want to get started for growth. It's really good time to get them started. Okay. The 10th, we also have a Mercury squaring Jupiter. So yes, you, you, the 9th, the 10th, you're like, oh, I'm going to get these projects started. I'm going to get them going. The 10th, the 10th and the 11th, we have that Mercury squaring Jupiter. So it's time for, um, just don't overlook small details okay don't overestimate don't like over promise because the small details will matter okay so that's that's the warning for that because that that little detail there that mercury like going too big with your words or saying too much could get you into trouble okay, okay? then the 12th we've got our mars going into aquarius so we had the Mercury going into Aquarius. Now we have our Mars going to Aquarius. The Mars going into Aquarius is where the Mars, the behavior will be a little bit more restrained, but they're willing to put a lot of energy into anything they believe in, which tends to be things that are a little bit more unconventional. But anything they don't believe in, it's like pushing molasses through a door mm -hmm. and just like uncontrolled <laughs> it's like the door is too wide the molasses is too sloppy but if it's something they believe in it's just like focused you know like 
completely done. Um, and so that Mars goes into Aquarius. They are, they know exactly what they want to do on things that matter to them, which is not the norm for other people, but they don't necessarily know how it, how to explain it to everybody else. Okay. 13th, this is like, like if you're into, like if you're a retailer, this is like perfect for, for some Valentine's, you're going to be selling like everything you have related to Valentine's because we have Venus sextiling Neptune and we've got Mars conjunct to Pluto. So the Mars conjunct to Pluto, sex, power, lust. I mean, yeah. Right? Got it. And then the Venus sextiling Neptune, sensual pleasure, passion, sensual encounters, massages, luxury, shopping. It's like, yeah. If you're That's a retailer, like it's bonanza. This is like <laughs> definitely like this is like astrologically, they have created the best like wet dream for Valentine's. It's perfect. And it's the day before. It's not even the day of. So the day before they sell everything, they're going to get it. And then, the you know, on the 14th, they can, you know, it's fine. They can use it. But for them, it's like tomorrow you need this, you know. Yeah. This is sexy. This is essential. You're, they're going to, I mean, sell everything. It's perfect. That's the salesperson in me. Uh-huh. I can hear it. Yeah, 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 I can hear it. <laughs> and then um, 14th, not much is going on. Hopefully everybody's using everything they bought on the 13th. And then the 15th, we've got Mercury um, sextiling Chiron. Just talking about your feelings, talking about your hurts, you know how that goes. The 16th, we have a change in direction. It's the first quarter moon starting bright and early at 7 a.m. And Venus goes into Aquarius. So now we've got Mercury in Aquarius. We've got Mars in Aquarius. We've got Venus in Aquarius. You know, all the personal planets are in Aquarius. We've mm -hmm. got that Aquarian energy. And they're all, and Pluto's at zero degrees. So they're conjunct to Pluto. So, and it's, it's feeling that energy very heavy. Um, and that Pluto is, is making them feel like I have to do something with this energy. I have to make decisions. It's like faded. It's like, where am I using my power? What am I supposed to do with this energy? And that energy, that Aquarian energy is all about like, how am I going to impact my community? What are the, you know, you know, discoveries or unconventional things that I have to make? What are the changes? Because it's feeling like riled up, like what's the difference that I'm going to, the impact that I'm going to do, right? Mm -hmm. Then, um, and that's important because the starting there on, the, on that 16th, about the 16th, more 17th to the 24th, which we'll discuss on the next podcast, we're basically having five planets because the sun and Pluto are also going to be going into Aquarius. We're going to have five planets in Aquarius where we're going to have that heavy, heavy Aquarius energy. Uh -huh. And that's, I mean, it's, it's a good time to detach and just like analyze what the heck am I doing with my life? Right. Because all those planets are going to be in Aquarius. So that energy is really strong there. 
Okay. So, I mean, if you're an Aquarius, you're going to be like, oh, I feel true to myself. <laughs> but if you're not, you're going to be feeling like, I feel weird. I feel like I took a lot of, I don't know what, I, I don't know, like, the only time I could compare it to was when I went on a cruise ship and they gave me meds so I wouldn't get dizzy. And I yeah. felt like I was in a bubble. So, okay. I feel like I'm in this bubble, you know? Gotcha. That's how we're all going to be feeling. I feel like I'm in a bubble. Wow. I feel detached. Okay. So we're going to, but since I feel detached, like how can I, what decisions can I make and how can I make them like to control the rest of like my life, you know? Yeah. On the 17th, last day for this reading here. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a little psycho. Um, Venus um, conjuncted Pluto. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> see her face change i was like oh god it's in it's over i don't know what's happening but it's bad venus venus conjunctive pluto that's you know that's a very toxic love kind of con oh. um, conjunction it's you want you want to feel affection you want to feel love you want them to tell you that you're everything um and it's just that it can go it can lead into possessiveness it can it's i think i saw a good tiktok on that um like oh people that read whatever like um oh it was really good it was one of those like oh people that like vampire stories is because they need like to feel like that somebody loves them so much that they need them to sustain them oh like, oh yeah so yeah that's a venus conjunct with pluto yeah kind of okay yeah okay obsessive love yeah 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 possessive obsessive like yeah Can cannibalistic <laughs> love yeah cool oh. yeah <laughs> nice there you go all right. Well, but yeah, I... we have that new moon. The new moon is the most important thing there. Okay. Yeah, that sounds I'm a good good growth energy projects. Nine and ten. Very. Mm -hmm. Yay. Yes. And then the thirteen and fourth thing, chica papa boom. Yeah, of course. Well, yeah. Two two days this month. Or this there, there were a couple more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there were yeah. a couple more, but yeah, and there were there were actually pretty. There were a couple good ones. There you go. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode the week after next. But in the meantime, you can email us at thebrujasbroadcast at gmail.com. For me, Dion, you can find my artwork at lasprimasmaritas.com. Or for booking healing work, I'm at unusualhealing.com. Or sdlunacy on Instagram. Great. And for me, Sasha, you can find me on Facebook with Brujeria101. And you can all find me on Instagram as Brujeria101S because <laughs> somebody had the 101. And I also have Brujeria101.com. And there we'll have like um, response buttons that you can push to Amazing. book like palm readings or nail charts and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much. <laughs>